Hey leaders, Dylan here, thanks for tuning in. I've had a lot of questions lately on what are the steps to initiate discipleship groups in a community group. So someone's been leading a community group and they've got large, large group gatherings, family meal, third space gatherings, but they have not really broken their group down into smaller intentional discipleship groups of three to four people. So if that's you, listen in. The first thing you wanna do uh, is you wanna announce to your group that you're gonna begin intentional discipleship groups three to four people. And then you want to invite people to self-select in. You don't want to just assume that everyone is ready for the commitment of a discipleship group. Now, don't hear me wrong. We would love if everyone in a community group was in a discipleship group, but many people are not ready for that level of accountability and consistency. And if if they're not ready uh, and they're not going to be consistent, it will negatively impact the integrity of the discipleship group. So, so pass a sheet around or something and have them sign up. Okay, now it's perfectly appropriate if you find someone without whose name is not on the list to go and talk to them and ask them, like, hey, would you like to be in a discipleship group? Uh, but you want everyone to self-select in, okay? And then you want to ask if anyone feels the desire to facilitate a discipleship group to please come and talk to you. So that's the first step is announce. Second step, you want to pick facilitators. So I'm just going to assume that no one self-selects into leadership, and so you have to get together and you have to uh, pray and consider who are the most appropriate candidates to facilitate discipleship groups. You want to meet with them. You want to tell them why you feel that way. They're going to need to hear you say that, and you're going to ask them to pray and consider it. Um, I recommend that these are not community group leaders. I think that if you are a community group leader and you're leading a discipleship group, one, you're probably overfunctioning. Now, you'll probably get tired. But two, I think you're in the way of someone who Jesus is calling to take a step of leadership. So ask someone who is not, uh, who is not a community group leader. You want to give them some homework? Uh, I'll have these uh, links down in the show notes. But you want them to, uh, to do some homework and read. And ultimately, you're going to give these same links. There are three links down here. You're going to give the same links to people before they join a D group. Okay. So you've announced, you've picked your facilitators, and then you want the facilitators to invite people to their D groups. So you're actually going to have a meeting with the community group leaders and the, the discipleship group facilitators, and you're going to put that list of, of names of people who want to be in a D group in front of them. And you're just going to have a conversation and see, you know, where, where do you feel like these people should wind up? the facilitators, who, who would they really like to go and ask to be in their D group. And once you've kind of got all of the names shuffled into theoretical discipleship groups, you're going to actually release those uh, facilitators to go and have conversations with those individuals and say, hey, I would really like it if you would be a part of my discipleship group, and here's why. Okay, you don't want to just draft people and then throw a list up on your email thread or your Facebook page saying, here are the new discipleship groups. You want that relational connection between the facilitator going to the person saying, I want to follow Jesus next to you. Will you be a part of it with me? Okay. And then once again, you're going to give them the same homework that we've given the leaders. Then your D groups are going to start meeting and they need, I, I highly recommend uh, that you give them the homework. They're going to start by sharing their stories for a few weeks. That's, that's in the readings. And then give them the discipleship group rhythm sheet. Have them talk about it week after week. And eventually, it's not like they have to follow it <clears throat> word by word every week, uh, but it should, it should seep into the water. And when they meet, it should sound like this. It should taste like that. Okay, now here's the last, the last piece. 
what happens when you've got your discipleship group set and a new person wants in? Well, I recommend that if you've got four people in each group, that you wait to start a new discipleship group. The relational framework in those discipleship groups is so important. And uh, I, I, I don't think that it's crucial to, to add someone in. I think it's, it could be detrimental. And so I, you want to actually wait until you have three people who want to start a new discipleship group, and then you start that. Okay. Now, if there's someone who's desiring to have discipleship, but you're not ready to start a new one, just have someone in your group with margin meet with that person regularly. Okay. I understand that, uh, that that means that these are functionally closed. And I just want to say that our, our community groups are open. Our missional third space, family meal, they're open. But discipleship groups, uh, they are closed. They are for those four people. And that's a beautiful discipline. So I'm at my five-minute mark. Signing off. Love you guys.